Hey everybody and welcome to the Gina Bianca podcast. Today I'm going to share with you a little bit about the three values I think that every business needs at the top of their list. I'm going to explain to you why I believe they need to be at the top of their list. And then I'm going to share with you a special service that I do um, that you guys might not know that I do. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Gina Bianca Podcast. Awesome. I hope you guys are having a great day so far. Happy Monday. I wanted to start this podcast off by, you know, just saluting all of the employee-based salon owners. You guys are the unsung heroes. Uh, You guys work so hard and it's very rare that you get a pat on the back. And I want to just virtually give you a pat on the back for all the hard work that you're doing. I see you. I am a salon owner. I was a salon owner of an employee-based salon. I currently have employees and I was an awful leader in the beginning uh, as a 23-year-old who had no fucking clue what I was doing. And as I get a little bit older, I start to realize what really matters in leadership and I want to share that with you. But first, I want to you know, just tell you that I see you, I respect you, and I appreciate what you do for the industry, having employees, and uh, it's a lot. And I give you a lot of credit. So first off, I just want to say shout out to all the employee-based salon owners. I see you uh, and thank you for what you do. So uh, previously, I have to share with you uh, my old values, which if you listen to episode, I believe it was episode two, like my first episode, the invisible forces controlling your life, where we talk about values and we talk about what really controls our life is what we value the most and what order those values are in. So when it came to my business, I really, uh, my values were status uh, you know, that I was the best or that we were the best, the salon was the best, we were the best in the area. Uh, success, which was all different things, numbers, uh, reviews, all different things. Uh, growth, always another level. And th- that was pretty much it. Those were my values. I was like, what's the next thing we can do? Grow, 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 and work harder, work harder, work harder, work harder. And I got to tell you, my place was a pretty stressed out place to work. And it was pretty hard for my employees to create because I did make a lot of other mistakes that I'll share with you about in this episode as well. And maybe you're making these mistakes and have no fucking clue you're making them. And it would be really great if you could own it. And uh, you never know what it could do for your business if you could own your bullshit. Because a lot of the stuff that's wrong in our company, we got to look at ourselves and be like, okay, I created this, what's going on? And really holding yourself accountable and realizing that it's not always everybody else. It's a problem. Sometimes it's us. So uh, that's what this episode is all about. Self-awareness and really, really uh, thinking about what values run your business. So my values used to be success, status, materialism. Uh, Growth is a great value. It's a great value, but it should be uh, paired with something else. Uh, should be paired with things that are going to be fun and happy too. Maybe joy or giving back or something. But you can't have a business and a company that's fully focused on growth and numbers. You, you just can't. The, you have to have those things, but you know you really have to put your people first. So here are three values that I think needs to be at the top. Remember we talk about what order? Here are the three values I think need to be at the top of every company that wants to be a safe, secure company for their employees. So number one, the top value 
for any business, I believe. And that's just me. You know what I mean? My my opinion is what it is. You don't have to agree with everything I say, but I think that number one needs to be love and connection. Okay. So you don't have to be madly in love with every employee, but you got to love them and care about them. And you have to really care about their best interest. It can't be all about money. It can't be all about the business because if you've got the wrong person in the position and their values don't match up with that position, you're going to have a shit show. You, you really, really need to make sure that you can connect and care for your employees. And that means if they're not right for the position, you're doing them a disservice by keeping them there. Okay. If you're holding them back from the next level, you really don't have their best interests at heart. That's not love and connection, right? That's not really caring about them. You're just keeping them in the same place. Uh, you really want to be able to connect with your people. Uh, if they don't feel seen, heard, and valued, if they don't feel like they're connected with, if they don't feel like you give a shit about them, they're not going to perform and create for you. They're just not. So the first thing that you have to do is you have to lead with love and connection and lead wanting their best interests, okay? So number one is love and connection. You got to give a shit. You have to care. You have to. That's number one. Money can't be number one. Success can't be number one. Growth can't be number one. You have to have something in there that has some kind of feeling because honestly, you guys, when it comes down to it, this day and age, people want to feel seen, heard, and valued. And if you can't meet those needs, you're not going to be able to retain employees. Okay. So the next one is vulnerability. And this one makes people run in the other direction. Nobody wants to share how they feel. Nobody wants to have the tough conversations. Nobody likes confrontation. But you guys, if you're having one difficult conversation today, every day, if you're having one difficult conversation a day, you're growing, okay? And it's doing a disservice to everyone around you to hold in your feelings and spew that toxic energy over everybody. So if you want to have a culture where people feel safe and people are creative and people feel secure, vulnerability has to be one of your top, top values in your company. And the only way people are going to feel vulnerable is if you're vulnerable, Okay, so if you come in and you've got this weird energy on you, which we all know, you've got tons of stress, you've got personal stuff going on, you don't even know what it's what it is to be a leader because you've got 40 hours behind the chair booked, you've got to run the business, you've got this person who just quit, you got to call their clients. I get it. You've got a lot of shit going on. So you try to hold everything in and you never want to show weakness. Something that I learned in business very early and I learned it from a lot of men in business is you never show weakness. Okay, this can work, but but it's very difficult to connect with people if you're never showing weakness. It's difficult to trust if you never show weakness. If you're a superhuman robot, if nothing's ever wrong, and if you do everything possible to avoid confrontation, um, people don't trust that. It's fake. It's not real. So I encourage everybody to have a culture of vulnerability where people feel safe to share how they feel so it doesn't boil over. Now, in order to have a culture of vulnerability, it starts at the top. And I'm not telling you to sit around and bitch and moan about the company and tell them everything that's going on inside the company. But, you know, it would mean a lot if they could see you a little bit as a person and that you have some of the same problems as them. You know, just letting them know, like, hey, I got a fucking speeding ticket on my way here. It's just one more thing, you know. No, but 
it is what it is. I'm not perfect. I own it. I was going too fast. And the biggest thing you can do is own any mistakes, share how you feel and move on because people connect to that. It's not coming in and saying like, oh, I had a bad day or, oh, this is happening at home or, or, or spewing your toxic waste all over everybody. But you got to let them know that you're a person too. And if you have an issue and if you have something going on with them, you have to share it with them or you're doing them a disservice, right? So instead of feeling some type of way about, um, let, let me give you an example. You're a salon owner and you're in Connecticut. You have an employee-based salon, okay? And you want to send your team member to a class at the network. And the network is my salon and it's a booth rental salon, right? Any employee-based salon owner is going to have some stress and anxiety about sending their employee-based salon to a candy store like the network because the network is huge. It's beautiful. There's educators there and it's independent and a lot of stylists want to be independent. So a lot of salon owners may treat their team some type of way if they want to go take a class somewhere because they're just feeling insecure. And instead of sharing that and talking to them about it, they might treat them different or they might be against education or they might not really give a shit that they took a class or they might not see their effort because they don't want to acknowledge that they did something that violated their sense of security. Does that sound familiar? If you're a salon owner and one of your team members went to a class at a salon nearby and the salon is awesome and you would might want to work there, and I'm not saying network, I'm saying anywhere. Like there are beautiful salons in Connecticut. There's amazing artists in Connecticut. There's so many amazing opportunities. And if you're an employee-based salon owner, I have to be honest with you. I used to send my girls to class at Salt and I used to be terrified. I used to be like, oh my God, like they're going to love her so much more than me. I suck as a leader. They're all leaving. And I would be so nervous and my energy would change. And I would just be like, I just don't want to lose anybody. So I would literally act different, act a little squirrely, get a little bit nervous. And, you know, I'm okay admitting that now. But in the moment, I would never show weakness. Of course, I'm like, we're the best. You're crazy to go anywhere else. Like, I would almost make it like you're stupid to go anywhere else right? So it wasn't connecting with them. It wasn't loving them. It wasn't really giving a shit that they took a class. It really was fake. It was all fake. And uh, that makes it hard to create. That makes it hard to trust. That makes it hard to do all of these things because of that energy. So what I should have done or would have done if one of my team members came in and said, hey, I want to go take a class at this salon, which is 10 minutes away. Beautiful salon, amazing educators, um, very successful women, and I'm sure a positive, beautiful environment. I'm sure it's amazing there. I would just be like, you know, it makes me a little nervous that you're going to go there because I do know that's an amazing salon. And I just, I can't wait to hear all about it. I'd love to go with you. And, you know, I, I'd really love to be there with you. And if you can't be there with them, just let them know. Just be like, you know, let me, let me know how it is. I would love to, I would love to hear. I'd love to hear you out. Anything when you come home, any ideas, I would love to see what they do over there. Instead of being like, fuck them uh, and making the team feel guilty for expanding their education and trying new things, be open and vulnerable and be like, yeah, I would love to grow and learn from them. Be vulnerable enough to go to a class with them. You as a salon owner or somebody in, in a, a position where you're a little bit more advanced, you still need education, dude. Like, you're not the best. I'm sorry. You're not. You're getting lapped by people who just finished school because you're too stubborn and too whatever to show up to class. Be vulnerable. I suck at so many things. And it makes me feel really good when I'm just like, yeah, I suck at that. 
<laughs> I'm like not good at that. And other people are like, you know, I'm not good at that either. It makes me feel a little better. Someone else is. And boom, there's a connection. So when you're vulnerable as a leader, that's a, that is the highway to connection is vulnerability. It's the highway to trust. It's the highway to all of these things. And a lot of us have a highway to hell and a dirt road to heaven. It's really hard to get to happiness. And that's a Tony Robbins quote. It's he, he said that at one of his seminars. And I was just like, damn, I was like, I have a highway to hell and a dirt road to heaven. It's hard for me to feel good. And it's easy for me to feel bad. We got to switch that, right? So an easy way to connect with your team is to just be vulnerable. An easy way to trust your team is to be vulnerable because the more real you are with them, the more that they're going to trust you and the more real they're going to be with you. But if it's all one big show and if it's all fake and it's all smiles and rainbows and butterflies, you guys, that's bullshit. Nobody like no and honestly I don't think anybody wants to live in or work in a place that's perfect all the time there needs to be some confrontation there needs to be some conflict we need to all grow together we need to all work side by side together and grow you know there can't be a pecking order it has to be vulnerable and real and you know if your team feels a certain way instead of just like waiting until it's time to leave or the best time to leave maybe they'll help you grow the business if you're a little bit vulnerable right? So there's connection, there's vulnerability, and then there's one more that I think should be at the top of everybody's list. And these are at the top of mine. And am I living this to its fullest potential? Right now, I'm trying to. I really am. And I catch myself when I'm not. And I hold myself accountable. It's very annoying for Elise. It's very annoying for Steve because I'm almost like in my own therapy session all the time because I'm, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I just said that. I shouldn't have said that. That's like, that's negative talk. And I'm catching myself all the time. So number three, which I think should be at the top of everybody's business is boundaries. And you can't can't have vulner you can't have boundaries without vulnerability nobody knows what your boundaries are unless you tell them right so you want to make sure that your boundaries are you you want to make sure that you're vulnerable enough so that people know what is okay and what is not and if you're not setting boundaries nobody knows the rules it's a big free for all so boundaries vulnerability connection and love. Those are the top, top values I believe that any successful business has at the top of their list. Because if you really care about your people, if you tell them how you feel and you let them know what's okay and what's not, when you do have a scuffle or uh, I, I always say scuffle, when you do have like, or a chin wag, like if you get into like a little fight or if you get into a disagreement or a confrontation or any of these things, at least all the cards are on the table. I love you. I'm sharing with you how I feel. I'm being vulnerable with you. I care about your best interest. You know what the boundaries are. You know what the line is. What's going on? At least all the cards are on the table and it's not one big fake meeting full of bullshit. Okay, and I'm sure you've been in those meetings. I've ran tons of those meetings. I've ran so many meetings. I just wanted everyone to get all of their bullshit out on the table so we can all move on. But realistically, you guys, those meetings, if the leader isn't open, clear, kind, and vulnerable, and with boundaries, and if everybody doesn't know what's going on, these meetings just become this big therapy session with no resolution. And it's not a, it's not a good, uh, healthy place to work. It's not. So... 
I want to let you know that those are the three values I think should be at the top of every business, not even hair salons, everybody. Everybody needs to give a shit about their people, be more vulnerable and set some stronger boundaries because a lot of the time nobody even knows what's okay and what's not because we're so focused on being nice and we're so focused on everyone liking us and loving us that we just let people stomp all over our hearts and feelings and it's just not okay. And then we take it out on everybody else. It's one big toxic storm. Uh, It's one big toxic cycle. And you can break that cycle. You can. You just can't participate anymore. You can't participate with it anymore. If your place is toxic, if your place is this, that, whatever, you are part of the problem if you're not part of the solution. So maybe a vulnerable moment for you could be like, hey, you know what? We've been doing this for a long time. We've been having these same conversations back here in this break room. We've been pissed about the same stuff. What do you say we actually share how we feel and we get a little vulnerable and we try to, you know, actually make a change instead of being part of the problem here? If you say that to a toxic person, you're probably, it's going to be a vulnerable moment because you might lose who was your bitch buddy. You might lose your friend. You might have your friend look at you like, oh, you're not going to be miserable with me anymore. I'm done with you. Right? But like how much happier would you feel if you didn't have somebody weighing you down all of the time? Right? You, If you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. Everyone's heard that before. It's definitely like a true statement. So if you're in a situation where you want to make changes in your salon or if your salon is toxic or if you're a salon owner and you want to make changes, I would start by just living those changes every day. Don't call a meeting for Friday. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do anything crazy and stupid. All Salon owners want everything to happen right now. And we want our, we deal with people who love instant gratification. So when we get a great idea, we're like, let's talk about it right now. No, stop. Shut up. Shut your mouth, everybody. It's literally like you're born with two ears and one mouth. Listen to me now. The only way for you to create lasting change in your life is for you to take care of yourself and actually start living that life. It's not a fake change. It's a real AF change. Like be real. Be real. Okay. A lot of us have been fake for a really long time. Why don't you be real for a second? Start to feel some of your feelings instead of numbing it with work, alcohol, gossip, bullshit, everything. Stop numbing your feelings. Feel your feelings. Take a little bit better care of yourself. And then if you're really going to re-examine your values and if you really want to add a value like vulnerability and courage and stuff like that, those are things you can't just show up into the workplace and just be like, this is me now. I would like to make an announcement. This is how we do things now. You have to live that life. You've got to coach in the moment. You've got to let people know like, hey, you know, I know this is I, I know this has been acceptable in the past and that's my fault. You know, I never I never uh, I never nipped this gossiping in the bud. But you know what? It, it, it's time now. You know, I, I've had enough. So this is a, from now on, this is unacceptable. And you should have that conversation once or twice. And if you have it more than once or twice, you know what to do. Right. So I'm not telling you to listen to this podcast, go in, call a meeting because that's the type of shit I used to do. Don't do it. Take a little time, work on yourself. And if you really want to dive deep into your values, uh, the tab of the coffee class on March 22nd, I have decided I'm going to do the values exercise. I'm going to make all of you work on your values and figure out really, really easy ways to feel great and how to never feel like shit again. So I'm going to teach you so much more about values and, uh, you know, listening to this podcast and the podcast episode number two. If you're coming to the tab of the class, listen to them a few times because you really want to start getting into 
into the mindset of restructuring your values if you're going to be taking that class because it will change your life. Like you will not be the same after you leave that class if you prepare and if you come into it with an open mind and heart. You will never uh, be the same. I promise you. So um, that will be at the top of the class on March 22nd. And uh, tickets are still available, but I'm pretty sure they're almost sold out. And I'm pretty sure we're donating a lot of the profits from this event to charity. So it's going to be an all-around great event. And Tabitha Coffee is going to be there. Like, if you're not there, I don't know what you're doing with your life, honestly. I really don't. Like, Tabitha Coffee is coming to a small town in Connecticut. If you live within 200 miles, I don't know why you are not there. Honestly, I just don't. Uh, for an intimate, beautiful class, and we'll take amazing care of you. The ticket price is $300. If you're in Mastermind, it's a little bit less. And uh, I'm proud and happy to have her at my class. So thank you, Tabitha, for working with me again. I love you. <sighs> All right. So what inspired this episode, and I don't know if you guys knew I offered this, but um, they're not available online. It's really a case-by-case thing, but I do come into salons and run a staff meeting for you. Um, these uh, little, uh, what should I call them? These private classes are very intense. Your team will not be the same after. Uh, this is a great option for a salon owner at wit's end. Like, I don't know what to do with the, with my team anymore. I'm about to hang it up. I'm about to go rental. I'm about to do this. Uh, very last resort situation. I can come into your salon and I can evaluate what's going on and I can find out exactly what's going on for you. Uh, and I can make some recommendations for you to change uh, what's happening, to improve. I can get some toxic people out of your building if I think that there's no hope for them. And I can totally uh, help create a more vulnerable, safe, and secure culture in your team in about two hours, two and a half hours. Um, So I do offer this service. And if you were interested in doing it, what you would have to do is you'd have to email me. So it would be GinaBiancaHare at gmail.com. You'd have to email me your name, your salon name, your location. And I want you to give me what's going on. I don't want the 16-page story. I want you to give me in clear, concise terms what is going on okay clear and concise terms what is going on if it is not clear and concise if you're all over the place if you can't communicate a thought to me I might I I probably will not uh I probably will not pick your salon to come to because I don't have a lot of dates available and I really want to work with people who will do anything they can to help people and to save these jobs because if you close these people are losing jobs so I only want to work with people who are doing their research who really want to change who maybe just need a little kick in the ass Um, but I don't want to work with people who are going to tell me the same story over and over and over and over and over you will not like to work with me you won't like me you'll actually hate me if you're going to tell the same story over and over and over I will not tolerate it whatsoever Um, my goal is to create safe cultures for salons mainly because the culture in mine wasn't what I wanted it to be and I you know want to serve the industry and help others create that culture with what I've learned from all of my mistakes and I've done this exercise and uh, it was incredible and it was great it was very very amazing the salon owner was there and it was an amazing meeting Uh, depending on the situation I don't know if I'll have you there I don't know if it'll be one day. I don't know if it'll be two days. I don't even know, right? It depends on the situation. But I do do consulting on a case-by-case basis 
and I am opening up to look for more coaching clients, but they have to be the right clients for me. Uh, as you can tell by my personality and by you know what you know about me by listening, I, I can't listen to the same shit over and over, the same excuse and the same story. I just can't do it. Like physically will make me ill. I'll just be like, stop. Right. So if you can't handle that, I'm not the right person for you. Right. So um, we're going to get you to exactly where you want to be. You can do anything you want in this world. A lot of the time you just need that you need to take your freaking blinders off. So um, I'm going to help you with that. And if you're interested in that, again, just email me. I just need your information. But you need to clear and concise explain to me what is going on. I don't need an eight-page essay. I need to know what is going on in the most clear and concise way possible. And I need to know what you're willing to do to change it. If the answer isn't everything, I'm anything and everything, I, I'm not the right person for you. I'm not interested. Okay? But if you have an amazing group of people who you believe can overcome what's going on in your salon right now and you want somebody to help you save your business because I know a lot of you need it um, mainly because I get these messages all the time it's just I don't want to work with some people and I don't want that to sound mean and I don't want to sound like I don't like certain people but my my style is different uh, I'm not gonna babysit sugarcoat or hug and kiss you um a lot of the things that need to happen need to happen right away and a lot of the things that need to happen need to happen um be like you doing them like a lot of stuff that has happened is you need to work on yourself at home you need to work on yourself and your relationships with your family a lot of the things that are not even in the salon and if I come there as an outsider looking in I can come in there and tell you exactly what's wrong and what to do to fix it so I do offer these services I don't really promote them that much but um, you know since I'm kind of getting more into that and I'm doing more of those events and more of those more of those meetings it really lights me up to be able to have such a strong impact because I know if I can come in and help your team and help you, you'll be able to help them. They'll be able to help their clients. Their clients will be nicer to their friends and family. Everyone, it's just going to be a chain reaction. And I love to have that kind of impact. So I love to do that for salon owners. And if you're interested in that, you just reach out to me and I'll give you all the info of what it'll take to get me there. And I hope that um, I hope that I end up in your salon one day. We'll see. I'm not as scary as everybody thinks. I'm very nice, but I do not tolerate anyone's bullshit, especially, especially um, when it comes to the salon and when it comes to excuses and stories. I just I just have heard it all before. There's nothing I haven't heard. So if you want someone to come into your business and turn it upside down a little bit, I am that person. And I promise you, I will uh, give your salon back to you in way better condition than it is now. Um, and I promise you that... Uh, no matter what, I'm always on your side. I love salon owners more than anybody. I am a salon owner. I know what you do to facilitate the jobs and the amazing careers that you offer. And I know how hard it is. Let me help you tighten it all up and let me help you live the life that you want to live. Let me help you. I will. I promise. I love you. I will take care of it. And uh, your business will be completely different after I leave. So in all good ways. So um not to brag. I'm, I'm literally just telling you that this is my passion. This is what I'm here to do. Um, and I really, really, it would be an honor to do that for you and your team. So uh, I hope I explained it in a way that was easy to understand. If you have more questions about it, anything at all, just let me know. You can always reach out to us. We respond to every DM. If we don't respond to your DM, it's because we didn't see it. 
or we mentally responded. But we respond to every DM. Um, a lot of the questions you guys are asking, I'm saving for the podcast. So anything uh, that you guys want to shoot across to us, please do. We love to hear from you. And again, feel free to write a review, share this episode on your story. Anytime you share it, you're opening it up so more people can have access to this amazing free education. So thank you again for all of your support. I love you guys so much and I hope you guys have an amazing day. Thank you for listening to the Gina Bianca podcast.